0: what is up everyone thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the very first episode of main event heat i am your host rob weathers man it's uh this is weird this is uh It's going to be my first time doing a podcast by myself. I don't know how well this is going to go. I hope that it's at least listenable. But uh, anyway, thank you all so much for for tuning in. I, I really look forward to hopefully being able to entertain you in the weeks to come. And thank you so much to Anchor for giving me a home for my new podcast, Main Event Heat. I really appreciate uh, Anchor for helping me distribute this podcast. And yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, A little bit about me. Basically, I want this pilot episode to just kind of be a chance for, for you guys to get to know me. I'm sure some of the people listening to this episode might be familiar with some of the stuff that I've done previously. And for all of you guys that are tuning in that are familiar with me, hey, what's up, guys? thanks uh thanks for coming along i appreciate it and for anybody that's listening that maybe has never checked out any of the stuff that i've done before anybody that's completely new what's going on thanks for uh thanks for coming in i really i really appreciate you stopping by uh and uh it, man this is so weird jesus christ this is so weird i'm what a minute into this and i'm already stumbling trying to do this by myself but uh but you know what we move uh for, for any of you guys, for, for the uninitiated, I guess I could say, before starting this podcast, I was on another podcast called Marks After Dark, which a lot of you probably haven't heard of, and it's because it is the official after show for the Talk and Shop podcast, which you probably have heard of, which features uh, professional wrestling stars Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Rocky Romero. We were exclusive to the Talk and Shop Patreon. So everything that we did was only for the people that subscribed to their Patreon monthly. So we didn't have like a, a mass distribution. So not a whole hell of a lot of people have probably heard that stuff. But, you know, like I said earlier, for any of you guys coming in that were a fan of Marks After Dark and follow me into this, like I said, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys uh, hanging out. But But yeah, I did that for... Seven months. I just, I guess you could say, parted ways with them recently. Um, didn't exactly end the way that I wanted to. I'm not going to go into it uh, here, mostly because I really don't know. I really still, uh, to this day, don't really know what happened there, but uh, something happened. Some people didn't like me. Not sure who, but uh, I'm not there anymore. I'm here now. But that's not to say that I'm salty towards Talking Shop or or any of the guys over there, Marks After Dark, any of that. Because I'm not. I had a lot of great opportunities. I got a does my first big platform, and I'm very thankful for it. I'll be completely thankful for it till the day I die. But outside of Marks After Dark, that led me being a part of that Talking Shop family led me into the actual wrestling business. I've always looked at podcasts. And, and things of this nature, like, you know, talking about wrestling like this to be kind of wrestling adjacent. You know what I mean? Like, I, when I started doing Marks After Dark, I never in a million years would have considered myself a part of the wrestling industry. I just talked about the wrestling industry. But being a part of that family did lead me into the wrestling industry. I uh, got hooked up with an independent wrestling company that operates out of Georgia called Lariato Pro Wrestling. For any of you guys that are not familiar that is doc gallows's promotion based uh based in middle georgia and i first got started with them because i was helping to get content for their patreon i was i was doing a vlog kind of a being the elite style thing with Lariato stars i did some interviews with some of the wrestlers i did a few different things for uh for the patreon with uh with Lariato and one day, I think it was actually yeah, it was the day that I that I started doing the vlog, the normal color commentator Brett wasn't able to make it to this show. This was in oh man, this is the end of March. March twenty sixth, I wanna say. We're in Rome, Georgia. And yeah, the the color commentator Brett wasn't able to make it to a show. Uh, I don't know if he had a prior obligation or what, but uh, the lead play by play Bob Keller, who hopefully I'll I'll get a chance to have him come on this show in the future Bob comes up to me. He knows me through Marks After Dark. We had interviewed him, one of my first episodes. And he comes up to me and he tells me, man, it's a shame you don't have a suit because I could really use you on color. And then I said, you know, you don't really need a suit to do color. He goes, that's a good point. You're doing color. So that was my first night in the wrestling industry. I actually was a color commentator with zero experience. And when I talk about being thrown into the deep end, guys, I didn't know nothing like this was maybe 10 minutes before the bell. I don't even think it was that it was probably closer to five. I hadn't seen the run sheet. I don't have any kind of format. I don't know what order the matches are in. Hell, I don't know half the people on the card. Um, I definitely don't know the finishes and I've got to call this whole show. And you know, it was definitely intimidating and it took me, I'd say it took me a few matches before I kind of got my feet under me. But once I did, I fell in love. I absolutely fell in love. The next night we did another show uh, down in South Georgia and I went to Bob backstage and I actually packed some clothes with me that time. And I told him, I said, man, I want to do this. I really, I got a high doing commentary. Uh, Cause that's something I've always wanted to do. You know, I've always wanted to be a part of the wrestling industry I wasn't always sure how but I definitely knew that I, I don't know if I could be a worker you know I'm I'm 30 years old right now kind of late to get into the wrestling game it's not crazy DDP was in his mid-30s whenever he got started but but you know I'm, I'm older I'm out of shape got bad knees I probably wouldn't be able to bump too well let's let's call it what it is But, you know, I I think I've definitely got some personality. You know, I'd love to be a manager or a commentator or something like that, something to that effect. And lo and behold, I got my chance and I loved it and I loved every bit of it. And I've been doing commentary with Lariato ever since. I think I've done I just did my eighth show with them recently. My last show, I actually did commentary and ring announcing. So I've got that to add to my resume now. Uh, but I'm still very new to the wrestling business. And that's something that I want to talk about on this show because I think I have an interesting perspective, right? Like, a lot of fans think about what would it be like to be backstage at a wrestling show? What would it be like to, quote-unquote, watch how the sausage is made? You know what I mean? And I've got the interesting perspective of I get to see that, and I'm still new to it. I still consider myself a fan more than anything. But I, I, like I said, I get to work in the industry now. I think I've got an interesting take on the independent wrestling industry as it is. And I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys right now. I, I'm putting together a portfolio and trying to get booked in some other territories. Hopefully something happens later this year. But, but yeah, so that's, if it wasn't for, talking shop and all the folks over there, that never would have happened. So, like I said, forever thankful for for all of the good that came out of my time with them. But this is a new era for me. This is main event heat. And I said in the preview for the show that I put out a few days ago that I was going to talk about everything from not only being a part of the industry, but I was also going to talk about the things that I'm a fan of. And to talk a little bit about, you know, like I said, this episode is basically just to introduce you guys to me, to get used to the idea of listening to me, I guess. But I want to tell you guys some of the stuff that I'm a fan of. Uh, as far as current wrestling goes, I I watch AEW probably more regularly than anything else. I do try to keep up with Impact. I found with tape shows, whenever whenever they tape a wrestling show several weeks in advance, I feel like I'm not as invested and it's not because I'm going around looking for the leaks or anything, but there's just something about like, there's something about a show being live that just makes it more special. I don't know. Tell me if you guys, if you guys feel the same way, you know, I, 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 I wonder if, if that's just me or if other wrestling fans feel the same way, but like whenever a show's live, it just, it has a little something more to it than a tape show for me. So I don't keep up with tape shows regularly. Um, I One of the first times I ever went to a tape show, this was January, I want to say, of 2020, and I went to one of the NWA Power tapings in Atlanta, and I went the second day of the tapings, so I didn't go the first day, so they had already filmed probably two or three weeks in that first day, and so I get to the second day, and they're referencing promos and matches that happened the day before, that apparently, you know, in, in their time was several weeks ago and I'm completely lost. (laughs) That's a huge mistake. If you guys go to a wrestling show that tapes in advance like that, do not go the last day only. If you're going to go to the last day, please go to the day before, or you might be completely confused. Or if you plan on getting drunk enough to not notice, just go anyway. It doesn't matter. But, but yeah, that, that threw me off. Um, and I've been to impact tapings before I went to their last set of tapings before the pandemic. Also here in Atlanta. For, for if you haven't guessed already, I live near Atlanta. But uh, but yeah, they did, I think, a month's worth of TV in two days. And yeah, there's just something weird about that to me. I don't hate it. Uh, from a logistics standpoint, if I was working for one of the major companies, I'd probably like that more. I work two or three days a month and that's it. That would be really nice. But as a fan, like I said, I prefer the live nature of it because it it has that, that real anything can happen vibe. But, uh, you know, back to what I was saying, big AEW fan. I do like impact. Don't watch NWA. Like I used to, I did allude to, to go into the power taping. I went to into the fire, the pay-per-view they did in 2019. I went to the hard times pay-per-view. Those were all really fun, but I do feel like the new incarnation of NWA, a lot of the people have left and gone to either, uh, WWE or AEW or wherever, it's just it's not the same thing. Uh, I don't really watch it, and I think them going to fight and having the subscription model probably wasn't a great idea for them. Whenever they were giving the show away for free for like a year on YouTube, and now they're gonna charge you for it, eh, that kind of that deterred me. I tried for a month, but I couldn't keep doing it. Um, I'm one of those fans. I don't really watch the WWE. I'll catch something every once in a while because my wife still watches it. I'll walk in the living room every once in a while when there's a match going on. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of their production. Uh, one of the biggest issues with me is is the constant camera cuts. And it's really bad whenever they they pre-tape something. And that's not like a new thing. That's something that's been a thing for a long time. I remember whenever they first did the NXT UK, I guess whenever it was an experiment before they actually had a weekly show... They did a live show with a lot of the, the talent that was on that first NXT UK championship tournament. And I was excited to watch it because I'm a big progress wrestling fan. And a lot of those guys at the time were in progress. So I, I had to see this. And I remember watching it. I think I cut it off after two matches just because they were cutting the shots. Like, it was a different camera cut, like, every second. Oh, my God. That gives me a headache. And there's just, there's a lot of other production issues. You know, they, I think WWE has some of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, people that I've been a fan of for a long time, but yeah, it's just, it's a tough show to watch, but, um, but you know, I'll, I'll still, if after at the end of this episode, I'll give you guys uh, some information if you'd like to write into the show. And you know, if any of you guys want to hear reviews from WWE, by all means, I'll check it out for you guys. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I, I'm, I'm trying to get as much back into independent wrestling as I used to be. I said earlier that I used to watch Progress a lot. I haven't watched Progress since they rebooted recently, but, you know, they were known for, in my opinion, having some of the best wrestling on the independent scene. So I, I do want to go back and. And see what they've been up to the last few months. I've got I've got a lot of high hopes for that company. Um, like I said, a lot of a lot of them went to NXT UK. It's another one I should probably watch NXT UK. But I think uh, I think I'm just worried that they're going to be cutting the camera every second, and I won't be able to I won't be able to do it. But you know, and uh, outside of the new stuff, I am a fan of older wrestling. I started watching wrestling in '98, I want to say, whenever I was in elementary school. What actually got me into wrestling, here's a fun little story for you guys. I told this on Marks After Dark on my first episode, but this isn't that. This is a new show, isn't it? But uh my first experience with wrestling, my dad had this friend that was watching Raw. This was heat of the Monday Night Wars. This is ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere in there. And this, this friend of my dad's is telling him, he's like, dude, you've gotta watch wrestling. My dad's like, no, I can't do it. The whole eat your vitamins, say your prayers, bullshit. I can't do it. And he tells me, he goes, no, you don't understand. It's not like that anymore. Over on WWF Raw, they got this team called Degeneration X. They come out to the ring and tell everybody to suck their dicks. It's amazing. (laughs) And that's the cell. That's the cell. And he comes over. He brings this VHS tape. Uh, it was the D-Generation X Coliseum VHS tape. I think it's got like Shawn Michaels butt-ass naked on the cover with Triple H or something. I can't remember. I'd have to go look at it. But, uh, but yeah, he brings this VHS tape over and shows it to my dad. And I'm seven or eight years old at the time. I come walking in the room and it's showing the part where the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac are taking a piss all over DOA's bikes. And that's the first anything to do with wrestling that I ever saw in my life was that. Was X-Pac, Billy Gunn, and Road Dog taking a piss on some motorcycles. And I stopped there as a child and I said, you know what? I've got a feeling I shouldn't be allowed to watch this. So that really makes me want to watch this. And I've been a fan basically ever since. Um, I stopped watching for a while in the mid to late 2000s. Because I got, like I would said earlier, kind of gotten fed up with WWE and how they did some things. And I didn't know that there was other wrestling. And that's when I found Impact for the first time. I'd say probably o seven o eight, um, When they were filming in Orlando every week at the Impact Zone. Really liked Impact. Then it got kind of shitty in uh, 2013, 2014. And that's when I found out about the big indies like PWG and progress and stuff of that nature uh and like they say the the rest is history that's uh that's pretty much my fandom in a nutshell i try to go back and watch stuff that i haven't watched before just because i like having as many perspectives on wrestling as i possibly can like right now for example uh i'll tell you guys what i'm watching right now Every night before I go to bed, I get on the Impact Plus app, which, by the way, I talked about Lariato Pro Wrestling earlier. If you guys want a chance to watch Lariato and actually want to watch me do commentary, get the Impact Plus app. They have a section specifically for independent wrestling promotions. Every episode of Lariato goes there. I believe they're up to episode nine right now. I am on episode seven, eight, and nine, and then I'll be on the next several that come out after that, and hopefully even more after that, but... But yeah, so anyway, back to, the, back to Impact Plus. I've been watching the Asylum Years stuff. So for any of you guys that aren't familiar with the Asylum Years of Impact Wrestling, from 2002 to 2004, I believe it was, they were filming all of their shows in Nashville. This is before they went to the Impact Zone, and they were filming at a place they called the Asylum in Nashville. And this was when they were still very much an NWA affiliate, So it was NWA TNA as opposed to just TNA. Uh, Their world title was the NWA world title. Their tag title was the NWA tag titles. The only like new belt that they had was the X division belt. And I wasn't watching at that point. Like I said, I started watching in, I want to say it was 07 or 08. I want to say what, what got me watching was I saw Rhino. I turned it to spike TV. I see Rhino walking out of the tunnel. I know who Rhino is. So I'm going to watch this. So, I didn't watch anything from the Asylum years. I've been going back and watching a lot of that. I'm about midway through 2003 right now. There, as far as the wrestling goes, like as far as the start of the X Division, it's definitely not what it would become in like 04, 05, 06, which I think was probably the peak years of the X Division. But it's very interesting seeing Cherry Lynn kind of kickstart everything in that division. Seeing the rise of Amazing Red was, was really cool. Uh, I think he's... In the episode I'm watching right now, he's actually challenging Kid Cash for the X Division title. Uh, the Sports Entertainment Extreme Stable with Vince Russo, I'm not crazy about. Not a big Russo fan, uh, and it's mostly because of his his character stuff, his or his lack of character, I guess you could say. All anytime he ever gets on screen, I just cringe. I can't I can't stand Russo on screen. His booking is whatever. I know it's not for a lot of people. A lot of it's not for me. But what I dislike the most about him is whenever he's on screen, that's, oh boy, <laughs> I can't stand listening to him cut a promo. And his promos have to be 20 minutes long every time. Why? You know you're not good at it. What do you have to do for 20 minutes? I'm not going to rant about that. Maybe another day. Maybe another day, but I'm not going to rant about that right now. But yeah, that's that's what I'm watching right now. I like to watch things that I haven't seen before, get a new perspective. I even like to watch stuff that I had seen that I didn't like. Maybe if it's something that came out 20 years ago and I didn't like it whenever it happened, I'll go back and watch it now and see if my opinion still the same. See if it's changed any. See if I've changed as a fan in the last 20 years. I know I have. But but yeah, I, I, I like doing stuff like that. I like not only getting opinions and it's the same it's the same thing with listening to podcasts doing listening to shows like this. I listen to a bunch of other wrestling shows and 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 I like getting opinions that are not just ones that I agree with. I like listening to people that agree with stuff I don't agree with because I want to see if I after listening to what they have to say, if I still believe what I believe or if I think that I believe what I believe for the right reasons, you know. But That's just a little bit about me. I think that's basically going to wrap it up for this episode. This, this, this pilot episode of main event heat. I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed getting to know me next week. We will have more of a format, what that format will be. I'm not exactly sure yet. (laughs) I don't think we're going to jump into interviews just yet. Um, I think I might start with a top 10 list. What do you guys think for episode two? I think a top ten list, maybe, maybe top my my personal favorite top ten wrestling matches. I think that's what I should do for week two. Um, I want to try to do at least one top ten list every month or so, because uh, I know that people like to hear those. I know people love people love lists. I love lists. They're my favorite thing in the world. It's the only reason I'm still subscribed to What Culture on YouTube because I love lists. But yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for me. If you guys would like to send any kind of feedback or questions to the show, you can do so at main event heat at yahoo.com. That is main event heat, all one word at yahoo.com. Anything you guys got, if you have questions that you would like to have answered on the show, send them there. If you have suggestions for future episodes, anything, any stories that you'd like to hear, any people you'd like to suggest for me to interview, literally whatever you've got, send it to main eventheat at yahoo.com. I'll be sure to check it out. Um, yeah, as far as interviews go, like I said, I do have a few friends in the industry. I'm not going to name drop just yet. Cause I feel like if I do, it won't happen, but, uh, I'll, I'll try contacting some of them in recent, in, uh, recent in the next few weeks and, uh, see if I can get an interview going. I'd like to do maybe one interview a month, one top 10 a month, and kind of figure it out from there. What do you guys think? Anything on the format that you guys have? Send it in. Once again, uh, maineventheat at yahoo.com. I still can't believe this is real. This is so weird, my own show. Uh, I thought that there was no possible way I could sit here and just talk to myself for almost 30 minutes. And I'm looking at the timer right now and I'm about 22 and a half minutes in, so I guess I can. Um, But that's going to wrap it up. Once again, thank you so much. To Anchor for giving me this new platform and distributing the. distribute distri- Distributing. Easy for me to say. Distributing the podcast for me to Spotify and wherever else you guys will listen to your podcast. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, guys, Anchor. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you to. Everyone that checked out this week, if you are an old fan of mine from Talking Shop, thank you so much for joining me on this ride. If you're a new fan, I'm really happy to have you, and I hope I get a chance to entertain you the next several weeks. And, yeah, once again, anything that you'd like to send to the show, main eventheat at yahoo.com. Till next week, thanks for hanging out, guys.